2: Yo, 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 what's good, people? Welcome back to another episode of Get, get the, the
3: Spellbook.
2: Uh,
3: oh my God. Get the
2: Spellbook. What's poppin'? <laughs> what is poppin', you guys? So, uh, should we get right into it with a word of the week? We got the word! From me.
4: Yes, spiritual body.
0: My word of the week this week is that sometimes it can feel like your life has been deep promoted from the busy city life to always engaging with people and being here and being there and doing this and doing that. And then next thing you know, you're in a desert alone doing nothing. Like, mm. your life can really just snap like that, like, switch like that. So my word of the week is that, you know, really just take into consideration why you are at the desert. Like, why couldn't your life change like that? You know, it could be that there are people drying out for your help in that desert and they need you. So mm. you will be taken away from that busy city life because you have something more personal to do. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's my quick word of the week. That was actually one of the words when I was in church, American church for the first time. Mm. Um oh. so yeah, just don't don't get caught up in the, the busy city life, you know, sometimes you, you do get taken to a quiet place. And, yeah.
2: Uh, oh, uh, that's resonating with me this mm. week. I'm not even going to lie. You know. Ooh, drag me, why don't you, about buddy, drag me?
0: Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, But yeah, that's that word.
2: Yeah, that, that really resonates with me, um, you know, without getting all into it, but... I've been faced with a few challenges uh, this week which mm-hmm. aren't necessarily immediate but it's definitely going to put me in a place where I am, you know, as you said, like in the desert, like, like yeah. air in my business, I'm going to be in a new environment yeah. where, you know, everything's a bit dead but obviously where things are dead... You can either view it, which unfortunately I have been doing, like, fuck off, I'm human. Mm-hmm. I've been viewing mm-hmm. it as like everything is everything's dead and there's nothing around point blank like period where really I should be used like switching on that part of my brain and part of me mm-hmm. that sees the best in things and goes, Yeah, nothing is growing here. Everything is dead, but guess what that means? I can plant yeah, anything I can do, and some yeah. I can I can create something Mm -hmm. completely brand new so yeah yeah, that is about when you're in that place and really looking not just in your surroundings but in yourself to see what you can make work Mm -hmm. like what now what can i do like i've got all of this empty space which i can either be upset about or i can go wow what can i fill this space with what other journeys Mm -hmm. can i go on like Mm -hmm. what, what other relationships can i curate and how can i grow what can i bring to this so that speaks to me is that that speaks to me what about you cash
3: no i totally agree with everything you're saying of course the whole creative side and the whole relationship side i think it's good to like take a chance at something even if you think you might fail but i think it's good to go Mm -hmm. after it with two hands and Hope for the best,
0: really. Mm -hmm. Go at it with two hands. Yes, Kashmir. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Two hands grabs it better. She's not hands-free, gal. She said two
2: hands. (laughs) Well, thanks for that word of the week, uh, spiritual buddy. I hope that inspired you guys. Like Mm -hmm. if you guys, you know, out there in these streets and you're in that desert or whatever Mm -hmm. and you're thinking, ah, shit. Mm -hmm. Fucking just use it man to your advantage mm-hmm. and create yeah. something amazing because you can mm-hmm. put something if, if you're in like you said in the inner city and all these things are all around you and you've got so much going on what else yeah. can you put there is mm-hmm. the space is full up you've got no mm-hmm. room to create something new so when we get put in these places it's like rah like mm-hmm. now what like now make something good yeah <laughs> Well, how was everyone's week? Should you go first, spiritual baddie. My week <laughs> my week was
3: great. <laughs> <laughs> the little laugh <laughs>
0: My week was great. It was productive. It was chilled but productive. Now that's a word too. Mm-hmm. Chill but productive. Huh? Won't you um, do it? <laughs> <laughs> won't you <he> do it? Won't you do it? Um so yeah, my that's yeah, my week was just chilled and productive, like uh, yeah, that's all I have for my week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when you say productive, what'd you get up to?
0: Um, I've just been writing a lot. Y'all know I love to write and I've been yeah. working on things. So I just be writing a lot, like literally. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, how
0: was you? your week?
2: You go, Kashmir. Mine
3: wasn't bad. Can I, think... I just say before
2: you speak, Kashmir well, is huh? dope today. She came to the studio. She's got a nice face on. She's giving you guys a red lip oh for God, the listeners. It, she got on a fresh wig. Like, she's just looking <laughs> tasty. <laughs> oh,
3: my gosh!
2: Am I lying, uh, though? Huh? Am I lying?
3: Yeah, I'm... yeah okay. No,
2: you're not. It's, your it's good
3: to take care of yourself, of course. Yes. And I think... My week has improved over the last two weeks. I've seen improvement, I think, in myself. Like before, I felt more sad, angry and down. But I don't know, I think the course of the week, I kind of like, I feel like some things you you can't like help. And at that moment, that situation might like happen and you can't dwell on it you can't just be like be mm-hmm. down about it like mm-hmm. at that moment if you can't sort it out you can't sort it out you just have to carry on do what you're doing and when you can sort it out sort it out I just realize you shouldn't dwell on something if you can't control it if you can't control
2: Amen. like what mm-hmm. happens
3: you just have to just get on with it accept and it. yeah accept it and be like it's what it is life is life life is meant to have obstacles it's meant to have yeah, like man. certain roller coasters but I think mm-hmm. that's how it is. I think that's what makes life exciting. Exactly. Like especially when you get older, you got stories to tell in it. <laughs> like, you know what I got up to? I'm going to tell you <that> now. <laughs> <sighs> but I think I think it's kind of it's been an interesting week. Yes. what about you,
2: Miles. My week was good. It was my first week uh back at work, which is really really fun. Um What I get up to this week, I I, I always fucking forget. Uh, So I spent time with like a couple of friends this week. Oh, Greenleaf is back. I don't know if you guys watch Greenleaf. Do any of you watch Greenleaf?
0: I watched a few episodes (laughs) when it first came out, but then I stopped.
2: Oh, you need to get back well, on Greenleaf, it. What, 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 Greenleaf, so it's TV it. a TV series that has yeah. been like produced by the goddess Oprah Winfrey, and she oh, stars yeah. in it sometimes. <laughs> and it's about this black church and like all of the shenanigans that go down, in the and church. like in the church, oh so like God. you know there is uh, fraud, there is people in the closet and then coming out and oh, they're yeah. in relationships oh there's infidelity there is ah uh, it's wild it is so wild it's juicy as fuck but if you can get into it yeah it, uh, it's just amazing like the cast act their fucking melanin off uh they all give you such really good performances and yeah, it's just so dope. And I can't remember the name of this actress. Oh, but the one that plays the first lady, uh, her name is Lady May. Oh my God, oh, I, I live for mean, her. What is her name? Um, what is her name, Lady? Let me Google that shit real quick. I need lady to watch May. that
3: then. People have been talking about it.
2: She What's... like stars in like, she's been in so many of the black films. Mm-hmm. Like, so is fucking
0: it, much. Um, oh, Lady May.
2: Nee McCready. I think that's
3: her
2: name <laughs> her. <laughs> Yeah McCready Lady May Greenleaf Yeah Niamh McCready
3: Oh my gosh What does she look like? Let me show you a
2: picture of her I'm sure like everyone Listening will know Google her Ah mm. uh, That is a lie Yeah so... I think
0: Is it Lynn Whitfield
2: What's her
3: name? Niamh McCreed.
2: No That is a lie Take it back Google lied It's Um, not her? (laughs) No, Google really was telling me lies. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's
0: Well, Lim- this is her. Let me show you the picture. It's Lim Withfield. Oh, her.
3: Yes. She's, she's not called Neem Karin. No, she
2: they She is. She's just
3: amazing. She, she When is. I say she
2: gives you everything a first lady of a church does, she gives you, like, bougie. No. She, Every day she is put the fuck together. I think she, they always with put... With a good yes. wig. Her they always makeup put is her always characters always like that. Mm-hmm. Mate, she... And she is the queen of shade. But shade, which is so... So, like classy, classy. like yes. you can't, you don't. She just leaves you gagged like mm-hmm. every single time. She'll drag you to filth using Bible verses. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I fucking love it. So, yeah, I've been enjoying Greenleaf. I've yet to watch the next episode of Insecure. I love me some mm-hmm. Insecure. Um, and I also went to the theater and I watched a play called Misty by Arinze Kenne. Oh, mm. do you know Orinze Kenne? He was in EastEnders. Um, he maybe looks really familiar. Face, if you see his face, maybe yeah. if you look at his chest as well.
3: Yeah, his body. His body mm. sounds nice.
2: <laughs> what, what was his name? Arinze Kene, Nigerian brother. This is him just there. There. Mm. Well, I watched oh, him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you see mm. the glory, Kashmir. Do you mm. see the glory? Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Basically, this man uh, produced, uh, uh, not produced, but he definitely wrote and stars in uh, this play, uh, which is on at the minute at Trafalgar Studios. I urge you all to go and see it. Tickets are oh, as cheap as fifteen pounds, and it just it's just this fine man actor on stage, and the way he performs is fucking incredible. Aww. It's literally just him, and then like a little black girl comes on stage and does little lines a couple of times. Then he's got a drummer, a black drummer, yes, Jesus, she was fuego, yeah. and then also a black guy on keys. Uh, all of them are amazing, and then sometimes they'll come on stage for like thirty four seconds or Mm-mm. something just to give like to add to it. But otherwise, the whole like two acts of this is just him. And he goes in and out of just, like, monologues or act, straight acting into raps. Yeah. And he does it the transitions so flawlessly. And the things uh, is about a story. I think it's a real story about one of his friends who was on a night bus, uh. without giving any too many spoilers, but he gets into a fight with this, like, white drunken man, and he's sober, but he comes in in a hoodie on the bus, and I think he has to sneak around the back, so already everyone's like... Looking at him or whatever, and he ends up getting into a physical fight. Shit goes down. He ends up running off the bus. The police end up looking for for him because he's like oh, done a bit. It turns out it wasn't just a quick one, two, three. It was like he severely injured this man. Yeah. Uh, and then you know he, it just goes on to explore his journey after finding out that the police are after him, and he like explores his relationship with a girl that he just calls a beat. But then he's like, oh, like even though we're just a beaten thing like. I actually like, like, I like that I like her, like, the way that she, like, touches me sometimes. And he says, like, no one ever touches me the way she does. Like, mm-hmm. no one touches me, period. And then she does. I like it, but then I don't, because I don't think of it the wrong idea. And it explores, like, that whole, you know, situation or linking or ting situation. It also explores uh gentrification in London uh and the reasons behind that and how it makes people feel and how it affects local businesses and how it infuriates him. It also, he speaks on him as a writer as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a creative and people controlling your, your creative outlet and creative destination. And he goes back and forth with like the producers that are potentially going to put on this play. And mm-hmm. he goes, he, he talks about that. And he also talks about like his friends saying, why are you writing a nigger play? And they, he's like, it's not a nigger play. Like, it, it, it's a black play. Yeah, but like, it's a real experience. And I could, I could relate to that as well because they spoke on, again, without giving too much away, they were like, oh, why do you think all these nigger plays or theater productions or films are successful? And they listed, you know, 12 Years a Slave. And um, what was that other film they did? Some next one, and they were like, "Why do you think they're successful? Those nigger plays are successful because it portrays black suffering. Do you mm-hmm. think any of the other films like you know or like normal black movies like Brand Sugar and all of those classics that, I love are, that. exactly mm-hmm. those films that have nothing but you know just black joy and just just black people just being regular and getting on with life and having like a good experience. Yeah, obviously, the films have ups and downs, but it's not necessary necessarily involving a whip Rip and a or, chain yes, and gun crime and da-da-da-da-da. Hmm, they fine, were like, of that is the films that do well because you know why people like to see the trauma, black trauma? You see, we've got loads of black films uh, where we are just enjoying, you but enjoying they are they course. selling the way they do? So why are you going to create a black play about this guy being chased by the police and whatever? And he like, well... I get it, but then again it's his truth. So why shouldn't his truth be displayed? And he just has that conversation, which is a very interesting conversation. He has that conversation on stage so well. And yeah, it I urge you all to go and take yourself to go and see this amazing play which is in the west end it is only from like 15 pounds every seat is good in the house because it's such an intimate theater so it's not like you're going to pay cheap and like you know having to crock up your neck the trafalgar square studio oh. and you can go there for cheap it's the second uh play ever to be in uh, in not in the studio the in the theater. west end that oh, has west been written end. by a black person oh, so wow. go and support man like he very easily could have been my melanin magnificence my MCM my, he, he could be so much, but yeah, go and check out Misty. The place called Misty. You can get good tickets on today. ticks. This is not an ad. I'm not getting paid. I am just an advocate of black people doing bits and bobs and, you know, doing well. But yeah, that was my week. It was good.
0: So that was the <laughs> highlight of your week. That was yeah. the highlight.
2: Well, mm, actually, no, it wasn't the highlight, but let me keep my personal business to myself. You know what I mean? I'm mm, saying. Mm. <laughs> mm. How was your, we've. Have we all discussed that week? Yeah, yeah, we've, we've done our weeks, You yeah. was the longest I was was a, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> always me, chatting, chatting. Well, let's get right into the show. And it's time for spirituality, isn't it? No, we've got to do better than that. Oh, bummer, sorry. You're chat, sorry. that's what you think it.
0: <laughs> 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 You're getting a bit excited mm. there, Miles.
3: My melanin magnificence go to. I hope you guys remember him. He's called Keenan Thompson. He used to have a show in Nickelodeon called um, Keenan and Kel. Yes. You know, a big comedy back in the day. Uh, that was amazing. I'll be talking about. Oh, you love Arizona, is it true? Is it true? I uh-huh. my... I do. I do. I do. I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that used to be my MSM password, like, I for real. Love you Josh. Seriously,
3: seriously <laughs> Oh, my gosh. But basically, I'm giving it to him today because finally, after 15 years of working hard as a cast member on SNL, he's finally getting his own show. Oh, like, yes. is, like knowing that he's been out in the limelight, lim- I mean, in the limelight for mm-hmm. a while, he's mm-hmm. finally getting his big break. And it kind of shows that... Like, the progress and the journey that he went through. You know how some people reach a certain point in their life, they're thinking they should be there, how come I haven't achieved this? And what you need to realise, maybe at that time when you should assume you should achieve it, mm-hmm. it's not your time yet. Doesn't mean yes. your time is not coming, it's yeah. just not your time yet. So finally, he's finally having his big break, he's finally having his show that he's been working Was he, so he, hard he for. Like he has his own show, it's a comedy series, yes. so basically Keenan will play a single father who has is it? playing the role of the father and the mother mm-hmm. in his children's lives because his wife passed away not only will be Keenan star in the show but he also be an executive producer come on yes you get your life yes. <laughs> <laughs> So I just want to give it to him. It just shows that people can be going through something for years, like the process, the journey. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean you won't get there. It's just at the moment, I think you have to just enjoy it first. And when your time comes, your time will come. Like some people are so quick to be like, I should be there. I should be there. I'm 25, 28. Um, How come I haven't achieved this yet? How come I haven't got there? It doesn't mean you're not going to achieve it. It's just not your time yet. So enjoy the process. Enjoy growing. Enjoy learning about yourself because your material will be shown to the world one day. So yeah. she, and and then, like, then, intercourse.
2: Yes. It's just like intercourse. You know, of you course. can work, work, Uh-oh. and work, and you don't come yet. <laughs> and sometimes the longest sessions are the longest sessions not the most enjoyable? Like Anyone can do a little quick two minute, three minute business. What and the then hell? It comes well, Kashmir, I was actually going to say long that. Um, and long and then it comes. Mr. bodies, please say something. Please. I was going to. Did you put in the work? <laughs> <laughs> in the I work? was going
0: to say that, what you said is like the desert to the city, like of what, course. what mm-hmm. we said in the world
3: yes definitely mm-hmm. so my melanin magnificence go to you keenan thompson you deserved it and of course i forgot to say he even won an emmy as well I oh still my need gosh to watch and, the years uh. and it was so nice to see him that like, oh i just i'm him the best of luck i hope his show does well i yes I'm
2: who does yours go to, spiritual
0: buddy? Well, it's funny because mine actually goes to an actor as well. Well, an actress. Um, oh, okay. dandy Newton. She just got yes. her first oh my gosh, I Emmy. Love her. Yeah, yes. yeah. We
2: discussed that last week.
0: Yeah, so. Yeah, I just had to... I had to big her up again because she got her first Emmy and she got it for the show Westworld, which I've watched some of and she mm-hmm. yeah. once again plays... An awesome role, like amazing—not even awesome, but just everything. Her role is just, uh, and her acting skills are just—they just stand out. Everything, every everything she's in, her acting mm. skills stand out. You know, she really deserves mel and Magnificence* on top of her Emmy. Of course. Go de Who does yours go to?
2: So do you know what I? I should have really given it to Arinzé Kene as well, but I'm going to let him have it. But my official uh Melanin Magnificence goes to a 26-year-old Nigerian. Boop, boop, Niger boy, Niger. <laughs> hey, hey. A 26 Nigerian uh, by the name of Silas Adekunle. Now, Silas Adekunle has been credited for building the world's First gaming robot and has now become the highest paid in the Ooh. field of Ooh. robotic engineering.
3: Wow! Yes, yes. Uh, so Adekunle achieved the
2: Ade achieved um, achieve this like uh, achieved being the highest paid uh, robotic engineer a- after signing a new deal. Sorry, with Apple. Mm-hmm. So big up. To my bro Silas mm-hmm. for being not only black but Nigerian. Okay, you know I'm Nigerian as well, so special. <laughs> yeah. He Silas has a special place in my heart um, mm-hmm. for being for being amazing and the highest paid in that whole field. A 26 you year doing, young, it's amazing. Like...
3: Yes, share me. Do you share. know what I mean? And it's like again, we haven't been money.
2: seeing him in, in the media. Da, 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 da. He's I just know. been working, 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 and doing his thing, doing his thing, and boom! Now front cover, highest paid Nigerian. Get your life, black. When you do it, so oh, melanin well magnificence goes to Silas Adekunle. How do you
3: say Silas Adekunle. Silas. Silas
2: Adekunle. Well done. Adekunle. Adekule. Adekunle. Adekule. I didn't. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, bro, man. Congrats on all your hard work and continuing to show the world how amazing us black folk are. (laughs) Wicked. Well, let's jump straight into spirituality. Yeah,
0: so on spirituality um, this week, I want to put a different perspective onto, like, going through hardship or going through darkness mm-hmm. and just going through things that, you know, cause you... that hurt you, basically. Mm-hmm. Um So, of course, we've all had experiences that would, we would rather not put ourselves through if we had the choice because they bring, mm-hmm. like, so many negative emotions. Sometimes they can be really intensely, um you know... Going through such, it can be damaging, and it is damaging, nevertheless. Like, it is, but you know, I just really want to put another perspective onto it. Like, so, what if through evaluating such painful experiences in our life, we could actually minimize the negative emotions that we experience? Mm -hmm. And you know, this can be a minimize through speaking our truth we can begin to meditate we can Mm -hmm. pray um and like the overall aim just being to create a sense of neutral neutral oh my god here's a word i can't (laughs) say (laughs) just creating a sense of neutrality you know what i'm trying to say neutral Neutral, yeah, that. So you're able... So mm-hmm. you're you're neutral within yourself, so you're able to look at the experience differently. So once you build up this to be strong, like, you're able to accept, okay, like, I have been through this. Okay, I have been here through this. Um, yeah. But okay, I'm a healer, and I'm a move forward f- from this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like, once you've done that... Um, it's natural to feel as if, like, you want to now you've helped your, yourself, like, you want to help others, like, you may be in similar positions to you. Um, but you know, society tells us to remain silent and not speak our truth. Like, it makes mm-hmm. us feel that, like, speaking our truth is, is something that, like, we can't, we should, we should hide away from, right? Um, mm-hmm. like, I believe that's a misconception because. Have also be supposed to heal as people if we don't like speak our truth and speak what we've been through and stuff yeah um also like your painful experiences they can actually like reveal deeper a deeper healing area in your life mm-hmm. um both within yourself and within others so like within yourself like you may go through something and it could be, seems like it's, like, a never-ending cycle. Like, it's repetitive and you're feeling the same type of pain you did when you was this age and now you're back at this point and you're feeling the same type of pain. Like, that yeah, is, like...
2: Yeah, I always struggle revisiting...
0: Do you know what I mean? And that's, like, like a main, like... Yeah. That's, like, a main point, like, maybe what... That your soul's supposed to heal in this life. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then within others, like... Um, you can also speak with others and and heal others as a result, but um you know sometimes you do get persecuted into position, persecuted into per- position, like mm-hmm. you have to be broken down emotionally in order to be cracked open spiritually you know a lot of a lot of wisdom does actually come from pain um yeah. Like the reason I actually share spirituality is because the benefit it had on me and and my mindset when I felt like I was being dragged through the dirt, you know. So Mm. if I didn't share my truth and if I didn't share how I cope in life and how like I maintain my happiness, etc., I would feel selfish because who am I to keep this to myself? That's just yeah. the person I am, you know. Like who am I to keep this to myself? And you know, I understand it's not in everyone's life path to have a spirituality segment on a podcast um, because I know, like sometimes it can take every bit, everything within somebody to heal themselves. Never mind to like heal other people by speaking their truth. And it, um, I, I,
2: sorry to interject, but so, I feel like it really takes. Humility as well, Mm -hmm. and and like you said, like a lack of ego. Like it takes humility and a lack of ego. Like Like I, especially and lack of pride. And I do really feel like, especially in the black community, especially Mm -hmm. in black men, like Mm -hmm. we can really struggle, and it's almost. In built in us to always be strong, never display emotions, and like yep. you know, it's a sign of weakness. So like when you speak spirituality, spirituality, when you speak spiritual body about you know getting your your soul um, neutral and in in, in in a good place. If you've got mm-hmm. bad things that have happened to you in your past or that you're going through now, how can we, especially as like not necessarily not necessarily just black men, but just anyone in general but people that do essentially suffer from pride issues and ego Mm -hmm. issues and Mm -hmm. being able to open up like that how can we how can we start to Mm -hmm. allow ourselves to go there without being like nah I don't want to speak about it or like oh let's not speak about that now or like how what like have you got any like tips especially for me Mm because I struggle Especially if it's nothing just to do with me. If it's something just to do with me, do you know what? I'm actually okay by myself to like yeah. work out what I've done. But if it's, someone, yeah. it's, some, if it's involving someone else and then mm-hmm. I'm having to expose mm-hmm. myself in front of them, I, it can be a struggle. So how can the listeners and me mm-hmm. <laughs> like okay. get to a place where I can be like, okay, let me let down all my guard without yeah. feeling some kind of way, if, you, if that makes yeah.
0: sense. I have some reassuring words, but obviously it's something that is really, like, um, within, you know, like, internal. Um, But I just think that people need to, y'all need to just reclaim your power and don't sell yourself short. Like, pride is selling yourself short because it's just so natural to relate to one another and to empathise with one another and just to be open is, is literally in our nature. And as black people, as black men especially, it's something that th- th- they forget almost because it's like they hold so much within and they hold mm. so much pride and don't let their guard down. Mm-hmm. Um, what if
2: it doesn't feel natural anymore, though? Like, say, if you've been in a long-term relationship with someone that for the past year has just been back and forth arguments all the time and this person who once was with... Now, this is just an example. This ain't my life. Yeah. I'm single, just so everyone knows. But if, <laughs> like, if you are in a relationship and, yeah, like I get you're saying it is natural, but sometimes the way relationships can turn out, be it, like I said, in an intimate relationship or with a family member or with a best friend, all of a sudden it doesn't feel natural to open up yeah. and be vulnerable in front of them. How can we take those steps... Well, you feel natural again in doing so.
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, take baby steps. Um mm-hmm. second of all, you know I will always say meditate because meditate is when the soul breaks through baby and the ego minimizes. Um yep. but it's just really like identifying where you want to be, okay, this this is the peace that I want to have. And identifying that and then taking the baby steps there, like nothing happens overnight, but just going towards that and and just really forgiving yourself, too. You know, I think that's a big thing. You can, men, black men especially, they have to forgive themselves for being hurt because they're told their whole life that they can't hurt, they can't mm-hmm. feel pain. Mm-hmm. So I think forgiveness within self is also key. Um,
2: and when I was, you say, like, think about where you want to be, mm-hmm. what if you're in a situation where, at the minute, with that person or with those people, you don't feel like you actually want to be in a nice situation with them, but you know, like, deep down, like, that is right. Mm -hmm. How can you, like...
0: So you don't really want them in the the end picture?
2: So, like, yeah, but, like, not in this moment in time. Like, while you're going to do communication or go to speak to them about something, how do you almost... Mm -hmm.
3: I think Do you it know what I'm trying to say? Actually, like, but,
2: like when you fall out with someone mm-hmm. and it's been there for like years or months or whatever. And you're not like when you're confronted with this relationship in your life, which clearly is not going to go away or, or in the back of your head, you don't want it to go away because I don't know they're your dad or they're your sister or they're your partner or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at that time, you're like you're, you don't actually want to be around them. So oh, it's like yeah, like you will go I, I into a situation you. to resolve it, you. even though right now I still don't want to be around you and I, mm-hmm. I oh, don't yeah. ask for that. that. How can we feel comfortable to let ourselves down and let our guard down and be vulnerable in front of those people that we don't necessarily right now want around us, but we yeah. know in the future it would be good to... I think it, yeah. kind, it kind, of depends, I think
3: kind of depends on the person. Mm. Like, I think he would know who you're gonna be vulnerable to and open to. I don't think I don't think we're always gonna be like vulnerable and open to everyone. Mm-hmm. I think it just maybe depends on the person. Mm, and as yeah. um as um said, the meditation and stuff like that. But I think if you're not comfortable with a person, I don't
2: think you'll give your full self to them. Of course. So how yeah. do we that's that's yeah. you've put it better, Kashmir. Yeah, like, uh, how do I get to feeling comfortable? or the listeners okay. gets feeling comfortable you said it meditate is, i know yeah
0: but that's a concept called holding space especially when it, like when it comes to relationship with other people that's a concept called holding space so it's like okay you're we're at this point with what your your friend your girlfriend your boyfriend your sister whatever yeah. whoever mm-hmm. it is you're yeah. at this point with them and it's like okay like we we're, we're clearly at different places right now because yeah. we keep bumping <laughs> heads okay, like I'm not going to be around you because like, there's so much there's tension yeah. or whatever, but I'm going to educate myself on holding space and I'm going to hold space for you because I still have love for you yeah, and I don't want to lose you. So I'm going to build up my mental strength up strong enough to be able to hold space for the person that okay. you truly are and then this too shall pass. Hopefully y'all will yeah. do whatever on your different paths and come back mm-hmm. again and y'all be holding hands and will be bumping heads. You know, like yeah. that. But holding space is something that is like even it's so it's one of the things that I am still learning. Like it's a it it's so beneficial. But I And mean, when it, you it's say holding easy.
2: space, can you break it down for people that might not Yeah, it's holding space
0: it is literally means. just holding space for for somebody. So you know someone's um you know someone's um, intentions are pure, you know that someone's heart is big, you know that you used to love each other and share a love, but you also know that that person may be toxic to you in some way. Yeah. So you're going to hold space for them because they're your family member or because, yeah. you know, you love them so much. But then that's even but don't get it twisted. Like, don't don't fucking sugarcoat everything, you know. But yeah, yeah. once mm. you hold space for for someone like it will it will act accordingly because they won't be in your life, but you'll be holding space for them. And if the feelings still exist one year later then you know you are supposed to cross paths again if it's, if it's not there if it disappears in the process of holding space uh, then you'll continue to go in different ways you know
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it, like let's say on the normal like week to week say if you don't see this person a lot or if you do how can you like reassure yourself that you're holding space to them because sometimes you, I don't want to be holding space for people but like so I don't think about it
0: <laughs> yeah you just have to check your your mindset there. When you do think of the when the person comes into your mind, what are your what are your first instant thoughts? If you kiss my teeth. <laughs> yeah then like you still I have to, to work on that. yeah you still have to work on holding space because it makes you feel something negative and of you want to feel something neutral you know and
3: okay. and that's how f- kind of like forgiveness comes in you know how mm-hmm. you can build up so much hate towards a person mm-hmm. and like I realized something over the years I' I'm, I was one of those people that consumed so much hatred yeah. towards someone and I realized all that hatred I consumed for them I kind of felt like they had control over me yeah I was true. still holding <laughs> Holding on to something because maybe they moved on, they forgot about me, this like that, and I'm there holding on to it. it. Yeah. And then I feel like sometimes you have to be like, you know what? I forgive you. And mm-hmm. as soon as you like let that whole negative energy and that hatred that you have,
2: you kind of that you, like, you kind of the open up. But yeah, and there's
3: space again. Oh. I think it's. Yeah. Look at Kashmir as saying. well. <laughs> them yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think it's a process because I'm not going to say today someone does me something, I'm going to forgive them the next day. No, it takes, mm. it's a process. No, no, no. Mm. I think, yeah, no. yeah like sometimes it can take years. Some people be holding for anger for years. Listen. And then it's not miserable. That We're should like, be too heavy are, for me. Face, bro. Yeah, your face uh-huh. is angry. I can't go
0: to sleep at night. It's
3: true. Mm. You'll be overthinking and you're just getting yourself stressed out. It's mm-hmm. not good. It's not.
2: Okay, so. Yeah. I need um, to just work on translating those negative feelings into mm-hmm. good ones to clear mm-hmm. up the space. Yeah, Definitely. and again, I remember and all you not listeners even out there. Yeah, and yeah. remember
0: not even good ones, like just a neutral place of neutral. Or just a like, place just of okay, be neutral. That's
2: a lot easier yeah. with baby steps. <laughs> less with that, it's a, a process. It's hard to get from KMT to yes, yes. Lord. Like, you, let me know, just you know, you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, just silence, it. but um, yeah, so just uh, I'm gonna wrap up in a minute, just just bringing it back to what I was saying. So, um, yeah, I was just speaking about speaking your truth, I was just saying about speaking your truth, mm-hmm. um. And it doesn't have to be on a big scale. Like, it can be on a small scale. As I said, like, not everyone's truth is supposed to be shared or publicized. But you can literally just speak with one person. Speaking to one person who you have a relationship with. You don't even have Mm -hmm. to have a relationship with them. It could be a therapist. Like, speaking to one person. Yes,
2: uh, um, Yes.
0: It can literally just start. Of, of like your dark experience and what you went through it puts everything into perspective you're able to reflect on it and that's Mm -hmm. what it's about it's about reflection and reflecting on your experience and saying okay well this made me like this from this i learned this okay Mm -hmm. i gained this Mm -hmm. yeah i did experience all this here but let's not not let's not focus on that or dwell on that because we know that 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 just takes too much time and it consumes you and it chokes you and you can't breathe so it's just about identifying the the things that you may have gained from Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes it can be hard because people experiences are really really difficult but it's just literally like in your mind like you can um, you can become more understanding and this literally to wrap up my segment on like hardship and experience and darkness and stuff. um, It leads me on to conclude with the belief of God. So just Mm. taking away religion Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. any questions you have about God or your existence and just see God as a belief in something higher than you that has the power to create understanding, Mm -hmm. clarity, healing within your mind and heart. And that's all it is. Literally Mm. miles like, yeah, just like, for me like if, if if there's if like people are talking about God and religion and saying all this fuckery, but then you know I know that God is just a higher a, a belief in a higher power that will support exactly. me who am I Amen.
2: to who point my finger are me and say no to
0: judge do you know who
2: are me to like,
0: judge do you know what I mean literally so yeah, being broken down um like sorry i mean just like breaking that down for you like that's what god should be to you and the belief in uh, the belief of god during hardship if you're going through this listeners or even if you've just come out of it but the belief of god is like so beneficial to when you're experiencing god hardship just see it as a, a higher power that is here to support you and have your heart and your Mind at its best yes. interest Literally
2: mm-hmm. Ooh, That was a segment That, that got me Deeper than deep, deep. <laughs> oh, deeper I wrote than, that at like 1am Deeper than oh my. I can't Deeper than the ocean Thank you for that spiritual body Thank and you. It's a pleasure And remember listeners if anything ever touches you not in the way you're thinking you're dirty dog but if anything you <laughs> ever relate you mean not to, in the way you're thinking Miles, <laughs> but, <it> was- <laughs> but now nah, if anything that uh you know spiritual body speaks about or any of us speak about on the show affects you in some way you've got a question remember to always email the show we love getting mm-hmm. your questions we love getting your feedback mm-hmm. at contact at getthebeltpod.com well, it's time for Miles' Measures.
0: What are we measuring this week, Miles?
2: Well, it's been an embarrassing we week for a few people this oh my week. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. It's been quite embarrassing.
2: <laughs> so, let's start with Mr. West. <laughs> Kanye West. Um, so... <laughs> I was, you know, just minding my own mixed race business on Instagram, just going through my timeline, you know, just enjoying on my new iPhone XS Max on the beautiful screen. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, bitch, and I can't wait for you to take pictures. Mate, it is <laughs> so lit. I saw a tweet the I other day. It, it cracked me up. My cousin. Oh, the little
3: uh, robot thingies that they're doing to it.
2: Is that the new they've one? Yeah, 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 they've got that. Mm. But I saw a tweet about the camera that cracked me up. My cousin, uh, Karina, Tagged me in it or like added me in the tweet, and it just said, The camera on this iPhone XS Max is so clear, you could take a picture of a nigga and see all the fucking lies. No, <laughs> 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 it's true. Was dying Oh my gosh, I want that phone. But now. yeah, getting back, because you know me, I go off on a tangent. Um, yeah, so Kanye West posted up a picture <laughs> on his timeline. And it was a picture of the power couple Beyonce and Jay-Z Knowles just getting their lives and on a plane. It looks like they're on a plane or, you know, not a plane, and a jet. And they're looking all loved up and they're just smiling, as you can see, just enjoying. And he posted it up and quoted it saying, Family. Now, I was under the impression that, you know, they weren't speaking. Yeah. Um, <gasps> Oh my gosh, yes. They have made it quite clear by not attending weddings. He even said, you know, in everything is love, Jay-Z made a statement in one of the the songs on the Mm. new album saying, I ain't going to nobody's nothing if me and my wife be in, beef in sorry, uh, Mm -hmm. talking about his Kanye West wedding. And even Jay-Z even goes on to say, um, and if you don't understand that, we ain't even meant to be friends, mm.
0: yeah. you know. After he's done grieving, after he's done, mm-hmm. did you get?
2: So yeah. Jay Z has been out here clearly saying we that not, we are not friends. We're not friends. Beyonce clearly, you I know, doesn't want him. to know Kimberly Kytrashian. She wants nothing to do with her. Um, in the most graceful way. And so, you know, it came, you know, they haven't been seen out in public together uh, because they're not friends. So, you know, Kanye West mm. and his fast ass posted up family spelt F A M L E E E E E E E. It was just embarrassing because it, we, we later learned that um, he posted it because <laughs> he thought that she was wearing Yeezys. <laughs> <laughs> so he thought they was trying to, you know, show a nigga support And like, we, we still friends But the gag is She wasn't like, though No one was She really guy. wasn't In fact, um, website Love B Scott reported that the exact heels Are the Malibu clear per, um, persplex mule with a wedge heel That retail for $49.99 I'm So that's dead. awkward for you so, <laughs> and did he delete the post? You know what? I don't. I on? don't even know. Mo, I know. He's has he still, still got it up? I've, I've checked. Yeah. I
3: am dead. But yes. Yeah, I so, bet the comments are going off. Like people are thinking you're crazy. Yeah.
2: So you know, once again, uh, Kanye West is a bit embarrassed because that was very very awkward. Um, what else happened this week? Oh, let's keep it within the fields of. Should we should we keep it in the fields of rap or in the fields of Beyonce? Huh? What should I like, should the mm. next thing I tell you about be? Rap. Rap. Okay. Let's change <laughs> So up a bit. the old man, um, by the name of Mr. Mathers, Marshall Mathers. Do you remember the rapper back in the day that he used to talk about uh killing his mum and beating up his girlfriend what the and fuck? do you remember uh Ooh. Eminem? May- Oh yeah, he used to <laughs> rap about those kind of things. You know, oh, really uh, good, show, good wow, Christian was, When we were kids, growing up, yeah, listening I to this white man talking like about that, killing, no. killing his mother and <laughs> beating up his girlfriend. I and remember now, screaming at my. Right? Mm, wow, mm, when you really I look back at it, it, like you. damn, he was a sick, he was a sick, sick man. He's been sick. <laughs> he was a sick man, and you know he is continuing his fuckeries in 2018 and the blogs have been going wild and they're basically going on about how he's using racial slurs uh, not racial slurs sorry homophobic slurs in his album uh, on his album sorry uh using the words such as faggot uh faggot bitch actually um he slung this insult at tyler the creator and I think, yeah, the lyrics oh. were, Tyler, create nothing. I see why you called yourself a faggot bitch. It's not just because you lack attention. It's because you worship D12's balls. You're sacrilegious. I don't know. I don't listen to Eminem. I've never really actually been a huge fan. Oh my gosh. But I just think mm-hmm. this 45-year-old crusty man, trying to stay on top is still out here using racial wow. slurs no, not racial slurs um, homophobic slurs like he's been told about this and dragged for this before and I think mm-hmm. he gave some like little apology like oh, I'm sorry you know I I meant to use it just towards him I <laughs> didn't realise I'd hurt people like What the fuck? And I get it. Like rap and hip hop can be really like I I love rap and hip hop. I get it It can be quite problematic. And they do, you know, use uh, these kind of terms often. And I've had to, like, you know, not listen to certain artists anymore. But like how in a big 2018 is this man still flinging around the word faggot like Mm. it's okay? Mm -hmm. Like what do you guys think about um, using those kind of words in rap songs?
3: I think it's a bit unnecessary. I don't know why. Why does he have to do that? I don't know maybe to make himself relevant and stuff to be on the well on the publicity in bit and stuff. I don't. Ugh, let's, yeah. Let's get over it now.
0: I um, it's definitely unnecessary. I think it just is used as like
4: What's
1: he, like mm, hyper
0: masculinity, right, and aggression, and like men just wanting to, like emphasize their fucking masculine traits and they think they're like on a pedestal on top of everyone and they're strongest and the fucking bravest in the world mm. but yet they're screaming out fag and stuff so it really does not can you imagine
2: sense. um but yeah like he apparently um said he was sorry um His words was, okay, right. So I read now from billboard.com, so they know what they're talking about. So now in a multi-part interview with Sway, the rapper has admitted that while he doesn't regret standing up for himself, he regrets using the word, quote, I think the word that I called him on that song was one of the things where I felt like this might be too far, he said, because in my quest to hurt him, I realized that I was hurting a lot of other people by saying it. Well, uh, you did you know what I mean? <laughs> do you like, number one, you're 45. And uh, do you know, actually, no, I take it back. Like, rap people, like, they go back and forth, you know, the minute we've got Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. And, like, we've seen it before, like, going back and forth. But, like, mm-hmm. using homophobic slurs, like, it's you think scary. it might hurt gays? You think it might hurt Doesn't the LGBTQ yet. community by using the word faggot? You think? Mm-hmm. At 45? Okay, so... That's another she embarrassed rapper this, is, oh. this week. Another embarrassed rapper. Oh. Uh, um uh, going on now. Um so Beyonce, Giselle Nelson Carter, has been accused of extreme witchcraft. <gasps> yes, she has. Uh it's not something we uh new to you know I remember being in year 10 and people being like you know she is the devil and in she the, worships the, the devil you, and she's uh, the Illuminati, the Illuminati. Stuff, like I always find it funny how when people speak about the Illuminati and they always know so much about it and they could literally I know motherfuckers that could talk for about an hour uh,
3: three hours you sure you ain't in are it? you <laughs> do you know what I mean
2: also the Illuminati that you know so much about is a top secret organisation yeah and they'll be like yeah top secret I'm like, so how do you know so much about it? If it really is this extreme, <laughs> elitist, billion dollar, you know, mm-hmm. protected by everything, secret organisation, then how are you telling me so much about it? Because Wikipedia, get, Wikipedia and a couple bored people with YouTube accounts, mm. like, are you sure? It doesn't really make up. You're <laughs> saying it's this big thing that is top secret, yet you've got Bible verses about it. How you know X and Z? It doesn't really make sense. Go home. Anyway, um, the 37-year-old ex-drummer of Beyoncé, by the name of Kimberly Thompson, is seeking a restraining order against Beyoncé Giselle Knowles, um, and is launching a campaign of harass- harassment against her. Uh, wow. Courts, um, uh, court documents obtained by the Blast, which were filed by the drummer, who is. Uh, performed in an all-female band with Beyoncé for seven years, has alleged Beyoncé murdered her kitten and used extreme witchcraft, (laughs) dark magic, and magic spells of sexual molestation against her. Wow. Um, Mm -hmm. She also accused her of tapping her phone and controlling her finances. Uh, People, (laughs) like, I feel like, you know, Beyoncé really has no time. You know, she's a mother of three, She's happily out here touring the world, breastfeeding, staying (laughs) snatched, wearing beautiful gowns, you know, cutely messing up the rap in um, Ape Shit and then coming back with a fire chorus. Like, she really doesn't have time. Like, she's taking pictures on jets and, you know, just enjoying life. I really don't think that she is going to gain anything from a former drummer. like you said she said that she's controlling her finances well if you were hired by her i feel like she of course is controlling your finances because she mm. is your boss and pays you um so that i feel like i'm just tired of people like trying to throw things at beyonce really i'm tired like she is not a witch mm-hmm. like and if she was like she's not got anything to gain from you like so i feel like Kimberly Thompson is just a bitter, unemployed now um, <laughs> drama. Who's trying to, you know, seek things uh, by bringing someone else down, and obviously is using this whole witchcraft thing because, like I said before, we've all seen it and heard of it in the past. So, but I feel like just move on, like let Beyonce live and go get another gig. Like you're ki- clearly really, really talented to be working with Beyonce for seven years. So. Just go and drum elsewhere, babe. Like, go and drum for Eminem. You'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Um, and in a bit of a nicer, uh, a nicer talking point, I would like to speak about uh, the London Queer Fashion Show, which happened uh, this week. Um, uh, I thought nice. I'd start a little conversation. So I read from their website. London Queer Fashion Show is an event to celebrate all that is the queer community. It's a show to express all identities and a space to come together to celebrate who we are and what we stand for. Uh, We are a showcase of the greatest queer designers and expression of all identities and a space to celebrate our queer community. So, um, amazing. I didn't get a chance to go to watch or take part in it because I was like way too busy. But, like, I've seen, like, a lot of my friends were walking on the show. Kimberly Nicole walked. Um, mm-hmm. Yes,
0: Kimberly. I've seen that Lady Phil walked. I oh, see wow. Lady
2: Phil walked, yes. We also had Kay, uh, co-founder and CEO of Az, AZ Mag, um, Friends of yes. Get the Belt. And, you know, she absolutely rocked it. Wow. Um, Kenny Jones also walked the... Runway and absolutely slayed that. Um, So shout out to all of the other models and designers. But what I really find interesting is uh, the... the, I don't actually feel like... It's great to have the London Queer Fashion Show amazing. Mm -hmm. But I find it odd that we have it. Because fashion and fashion shows, I think, and fashion in general, I feel like it's quite a LGBTQ thing. Like... Mm -hmm. Gays love fashion. Mm-hmm. The majority mm-hmm. of, like, the most elite designers are gay or queer people. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm like, this industry, which is practically made, founded, mm-hmm. and supported by gays and LGBTQ mm-hmm. people, like, that so gag you, for fashion. Did you
3: think the whole Why is show? it...
2: Like, I feel so, like it's already that. Yeah. But obviously they're catering for... Well, mm, I beg to differ, but like people like designers like Carl uh, Lagerfeld or Dolce & Cabana, which uh-huh. are a married gay couple. Yeah. They cater or allegedly cater for a straight crowd. I don't know whether they really do, but I just find it like really questionable, like why we need an um, a London queer fashion show to celebrate LGBTQ people not just in general, but in fashion. When I feel like fashion is so Mm. already LGBTQ, but it's obviously just, it gets hidden. Do you know what I mean? It's like not, Yeah, and that's That's it. That's the thing. It's
0: behind the scenes to write and then the queer fashion show is to put them... On the front. We're fucking... Mm -hmm. Yeah, the front. Front of house now because we're the models now. We're the
2: And to be honest, half of the models, even then, like, I know so many gay models. And like I said, so many of the, like, these fashion designers, like, when you think straight male, you Mm. don't think fashion designer. Mm -hmm. And not that I'm saying you should Mm -hmm. have any connotations because, you know, you can be whatever you want to be, children, listeners. But, like... You know, if I'm being really stereotypical, if I was to think of, like, a a gay man, I'm not going to be really, really shocked that he's, like, to draw dresses or Mm. men's suits or be in fashion. Mm -hmm. Whereas a straight man, I would be like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, it's not, do you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I just find it weird that we need that. Like, and I don't think it's, it comes from a good place. Again, I think it comes from a place I think it comes as a direct result of homophobia and the lack of representation of yeah. the openness of LGBTQ people. Or LGBTQ people already in fashion because, like I said, mm-hmm. they're everywhere, but they just don't they just don't get put on. So it's bittersweet. I'm really, 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 really glad that we have it and we can, um, you know, the LGBTQ community has a place to express and say. Guys, I know you love our garms and shit, but remember, these are coming from queer people. Like, let's not just take the garms and then forget mm-hmm. and have them being worn by homophobic people, which will bring me to my belt, whiz kid, yeah, dirty dog, anyway. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just find it very, very odd. What do you guys think about that?
3: So you think, knowing that they have their separate fashion show, they should all just have one with everyone all together. It'll be fair, in it, Like, everyone... Get a chance.
2: Well, it's mainly to do with the fact that we need a queer fashion show. When I already feel like fashion is, it's,
3: yeah, quite a mean. gay thing anyway. I think like, they should every. I think they should all join as one. Definitely. It should, like it shouldn't no. There shouldn't be separated ones and stuff like that. Everyone should just. It's a fashion show. Everyone likes fashion. You can be straight, um, gay, queer. It doesn't matter. Everyone yeah. should just have the chance to enjoy fashion together. Yeah. But it doesn't work like that in it.
2: It doesn't. But um, it is amazing thing. And I'm in full support of it. But it does bring me to be like, why do we need this? And I can, the reason yeah, why like it's it made beca- your mind. Right. Wander. And again, because it's not like, you know, it's a, a car show or it's something which I feel like intrinsically is held up, supported and created by at least eighty percent seventy percent of that industry being l g b t q so the fact that we still feel need, we need such an l g b t q yeah. thing mm-hmm. to be shown as something that is l g b t q or provided for by that community is it just makes you go mm. um hmm you know and question like those kind of things mm. but yeah
0: That's it interesting. is don't you think what what you do, do you think of spiritual about so interesting. I don't have no comments like I have to think about that for. Before I say anything about it, like I have to think about it, but like, I respect every, all, all your opinions, all yeah. sides.
2: But yeah, um, London's queer designers are some of the most impactful and powerful talent uh, creating internationally, and LQFS is here, being London Queer Fashion Show, is here to create a platform that brings these individuals to the forefront, which I think is amazing, but just concerning that we still need that.
0: Mm. Yeah, and maybe, mm, yeah. Mm.
2: But yeah, absolute round of applause to everyone that was involved in that. It looked fucking amazing. Wish I could have been there, but I couldn't. Um, And I can't wait, hopefully next year, to have some kind of involvement in it because I think it's Mm. fucking amazing. But yeah, that's all I'm uh, measuring up this week. Mm -hmm. The celebrities have been behaving themselves, kind of, and if they (laughs) haven't, then they've just kept it out of of the media. (laughs) Checks have been flying to and (laughs) fro. So yeah, that's all for me this week.
4: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring.
2: And it's time for a little something, something with cashmere.
3: It's time for... I'm
2: sorry. I need
3: to warm up. It's time for... Yes, with
2: cash. Yes, girl.
3: Like, basically, girl. I know of the course of the couple of weeks, um, I was talking about beauty, like, um, fashion, makeup, stuff like that, colorism. And then I had someone message me about about being a mom. Like, it was first time getting a... Well, actually, no, it's not the first time. It's been a while getting a question into that. And then the way a lot of people like to assume like being a parent is, like, all roses, everything's perfect, no mistakes, everything's normal, everything... You know, like, everything. And I just mm-hmm. want to keep it real... The whole pregnancy, from pregnancy, through birth, through having a child, people love to think it's easy and it's not. You see a lot of young people And they'll see a baby, be like, "Oh, I'm Brody. I want a baby now." And I'm thinking, "No, you don't. No, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. Stop doing that. Just because you're holding a child now, your ovaries are bursting. You're you getting Brody, feeling a tingly feeling. No, calm down. Go and read your book. That's (laughs) what you need to do. Go past your exams first. Have a plan. Like this generation is so quick to breed. And then you just see bare of them have different baby daddies pushing out babies left, right, and center. And I'm thinking, no. And is it easy now though? No, it's not. It isn't. Stop getting excited. Enjoy being young, being a teenager. Just enjoy life. Some people are so quick to grow up and be like, I want a baby now. But it doesn't work out like that. Mm -hmm. Having a baby, it takes a lot of strength. Patience, money, <laughs> money. It takes a lot of it. You can't be selfish anymore. Nothing is just yours. It's yours and someone else's. You need to realize you have to be more selfless now. But just honestly when that young girl messaged me I was like what you're 18 I'm not saying that's like too young of course but I'm just saying you're not old enough though I'm not saying I'm putting an age on having a child no because some people can have a child at 18 and still their life can still be going the way they want it but I'm just saying take your time plan out how you want to like achieve your goals first before having a child make sure your life is where it is so you have the the financial this is but was that stability? Stability, you know? yes yeah. yeah, stability to provide for your child. And before you even think of having a child, make sure when you have a child, you're gonna have it with a man who's actually gonna be around. Like you need, to, like I know, I know, I can't speak like that. I, I thought the guy I had a child with was gonna be there through it all. But mm-hmm. it didn't work out like that. Sometimes I'm not gonna lie. Over a period of like, years, their character can change because they could be a decent person, but eventually years will change, like, will go, and then you finally see a different side of them, and then they leave. So you can't really, like, tell on that, but it's just, no, stop trying to push it. Like, just be a child. Enjoy life. Go out clubbing. Go... Go rob a bank jerking, I'm <was> jerking. Nice. <laughs> do something that doesn't yeah, involve like you where you're thinking, oh, force, I have to have a child like, now. You don't. It be
0: natural.
3: Yes, yeah. of course.
2: I feel like people uh, sometimes can... I feel like it's just because they don't know what they want and the, so they think, yeah. I naturally can have a family, so yeah. let's do that. And it's like, I feel like if you want to, there's nothing against that. And mm. I think being a young mum also really, and, or a young father even, a young family mm-hmm. can be really beneficial because you get of to, course. you've got more energy when of you're looking for after them. There you know, is, benefit. there is, there is, like, my mum my, yes. and my nan ha- had uh, all of their kids quite young. Mm-hmm. But that, obviously, when they know they struggled, and I know both of them did. But on the flip side now, mm-hmm. You know, my nan's still relatively young and I'm 26, 27 Mm -hmm. in November the 12th, if you want to send me anything.
1: But like, um,
2: (laughs) you know, I get to see my mum and she's still relatively young. My nan also, and like they get to see their grandkids, so... There's pros and cons, but I just feel like you need to be switched on and really know that that's what you want and not just because it's easy or it just happened because I know you guys don't like to use protection and you just want to be, oh, well, you know, Mm -hmm. you want to start quoting Drake lyrics and be like, well, Mm -hmm. you know, God's plan, I'm going to (laughs) just pop it out. Like, nah, like plan it. Like plan Mm -hmm, it and if you're stable financially Mentally, spiritually, course, and in your a, career, and with your partner, yeah. Why not go for it?
3: It's true. The mental state—that's a—that's a—that's a big one. Because I know when I gave birth to my son, I went to, through postpartum depression. I my you saying, mindset, yeah. yeah, went differently, and. I don't know, I think everything came at me at once. I felt overwhelmed. I was like, oh my gosh, now I'm mum now. Um, am I going to do everything right? Am I giving the right type of food? I just started mm. panicking and I started thinking the worst already and nothing happened yet. I just gave birth like a couple of days ago and I felt sad. I don't know why it just happened. So I think you need to take time to focus on yourself, focus on your character, of course, and the person you want to become. I'm not saying you you can't have children. Just take your time and enjoy the process. And there was another question, not question, but another like scenario um, a lady gave to me. She messaged me. I won't say her name. I don't know if she wanted me to, but thank you. She basically said how um, a lot of Kids are becoming their parents' friends. Like I've uh-huh. seen and I've seen it like a lot of parents just allow their kids to like walk all over them. Mm-hmm. And like, you don't do that. I remember growing up, if I could say one thing to my
2: mum, one lick. I in said ma- to my mum uh, after you know, doing whatever foolish, childish bullshit <laughs> I was doing, I said bloody hell and my mum said, You say that one more time. You know, and me and my fast self, I thought, I'd just been around my friend Tommy's house. Yeah, I think yeah, so you're bad in And it. I've heard uh, like, yeah, you how can't he was me. saying shit to his mum and dad. I thought, yeah, okay, he I saw can stars do as well. So I was like, bloody hell. Do you remember the soap, uh, Imperial Leather? The bar oh, of soap, yes. Imperial Leather? Oh, uh, yes. I had that in every gap of my teeth. Uh, oh my god! Quite quickly, my mum, you know, went to the bathroom and was stuffed in my that. Mm. in my teeth. Even after the oh bar soap god. was out my mouth, the soap was still in my mouth. Uh, it ugh. was disgusting, uh, oh. and I have never said anything above and beyond bloody hell in to my parents or around them ever again. Because I think, I was lesson <laughs> learned,
3: lesson I learned. Guess
2: what happened to me? What? Go and teeth.
0: <laughs> I don't. I feel like I've said this before, but I don't think I have. One time, I choked on a crisp, and my dad licked me. From then, I didn't get no more licks because I knew how to act.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, wait, hold on. you so choked, and your dad he choked. I choked on it. A... <laughs> he okay. slapped you because you was choking. I am dead.
0: <laughs> after I choked, he don't slap me. Like, oh that... my oh, gosh! No. Did the crisp come out? <laughs> and Did then... you stop
3: choking after he slapped you?
0: Oh, yeah, like I but why did he slap, e- you? slap. Yeah. Because basically because I was eating a crisp crispy oh, not supposed, I to, supposed, eat supposed the
2: Chris. to eat. Oh, so you oh, left that with her ice bitch, like you was the victim. I was just eating and choked. Shut out like you was the victim. You weren't meant to be oh eating them, Chris.
0: <laughs> it was early on a Saturday morning. Oh. My dad was still in bed. And you and thought it was in the, <laughs> the cupboard.
2: You are a joker. Black parents' eyes and ears state. Open, of bro. even when they shut, God damn it. <laughs> of course. But yeah, that's one thing. How do you, as a mother, uh, Kashmir, yeah. keep your relationship with your son, like mother and son and not too funny? Because I see, obviously you go out and you yeah. guys are always doing like mother-son things. Yeah. How do you keep it within that boundary then?
3: No, because... The thing, Cyrus is five now He's going to be six In December So he's kind of learning now I think As soon as he started school He sees other kids And he kind of Takes those traits They have And bring it home Sometimes he has Little attitudes Ups and downs Just like that mm-hmm. And then something Like Cyrus comes out, And you realise He's just following The people at school yeah. But this I have this thing That I do When he kind of Steps out of line I count to three <laughs> is it? And I'm not Ooh, gonna, I'm I like, that I'm, that I'm like Cyrus I'm going to start counting <laughs> And I give him the face And I give him the finger <laughs> One Two and he stops what he's doing before he reaches a free. Yes. And I ain't gonna lie that I've never got to free before and I think when that time comes, I don't know what I'm gonna say. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking when it comes to free, what am I really gonna do? (laughs) So I don't know It hasn't got that far And I'm thinking If it gets to 3 he's He's still acting brave What am I going to do <laughs> shit. So I need to plan that out Just in case But I think As soon as he realises I started counting He's like okay Mummy's being serious Isn't now it? And From he the knows licks, uh... Like the counting works though My voice like, But I'm not going to lie I've really got a, a loud voice Already yes. But when I put that bass in it <laughs> That there's a bass I have. <laughs> Sometimes I scare myself <laughs> I have a you bass one Two. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can scare myself. Okay, that's true. <laughs> like, sometimes, sometimes you don't have to hit your child or give them thing. Like, sometimes it does help. But, but when, and my voice, it
2: was necessary. But yeah, but sometimes
3: a little a little butt whooping does help. Mm. But my voice is so strong. Like, he, even my voice can Kind yeah, of whoops, yeah, whoops his ass. Your yeah, it was. He's his like, ass. damn. Like, he didn't expect that. just so like, oh, my God. I think kids of this generation, they're so... Surrounded by um, technology, social media, and all these things, because even my my son knows how to work my phone. Mm-hmm. Like he knows the parts, he knows how to use YouTube, he knows how to do all of this. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like this generation is different from how we grow up. We didn't like have so much technology. We played outside more. We kicked the ball. We mm-hmm. rode our bike yeah. more. We did all of that. But this generation is different now. They live off phone so you just technology. Stay
2: firm with him. Yeah,
3: but I'm, so I'm trying to be more firm with him and let him understand that you're not going to get your way with me. It ain't going to work like that. It ain't going to work like that today, tomorrow or <laughs> yes. So you better come correct. <laughs> but I think I still want to have a relationship where when he's older, he can still come and talk to me. Yeah. I want him to, I want him to respect me, but I don't want him to fear me. Yeah. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, I want him to, if there's a situation, he can look up, mum, and he can tell you something. And I'm like, yeah, I'm right. I got your back. Are you it's afraid like of your mum?
2: Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I'm scared of
3: my mom. Like, I'm scared different. of, I'm, of I respect my mom, but I'm scared of my mom yes, as well. Sense. Even right now, sometimes you know when you're Lyra and you say something you flinch. Mate, right,
2: <laughs> of course. And they ain't even doing shit. But i, I, I know, be flinching I just and flint, then I feel oh, so away, And she's like, what, what,
3: and what are you I, I so like, jump for? I thought you were. It? I, hit I me. thought you were gonna hear me. You know, They'd be the looking at you like crazy
2: make your face And my mum used to get annoyed When oh I would protect God. my face She'd like Put like, your oh, arms down It's
3: true I remember then My mum would let me go And pick the whip down once wanted to get beauty with uh, I'm sorry She had bare whips around her But oh my gosh I don't know Think about it It's well, just hilarious This is why we called
2: the show Get the belt but, <laughs>
3: because, you
2: know.
3: Get the whip No it was crazy But I'm just saying This generation is So completely different I wish they had the time To like Like, take time to just remove all technology around them and just enjoy life. And sometimes it's good to even talk to your kids just to ask them what they want sometimes. I'm not saying for them to control you and let (laughs) their, like like give them like a chance to be like So I remember when my son he got his two teeth removed because it was wobbling and it was becoming painful and his oh. gums got inflamed so he went to the dentist and I said to him Cyrus do you want to remove it? Do you it's like your choice because it's, it's your mouth not mine <laughs> <laughs> So and he's like you know what mummy I want to take it out so I kind of gave him the oh. choice if he wanted it removed because it's his mouth in it and he he took it like a trooper. they put an injection in his mouth and removed the wow. two like and he, he didn't he laughed and <laughs> I was oh. like like If that was me crying, he was brave and he chose to, and it was, it was nice to give him a choice, like yeah. for him to feel comfortable. Because I didn't want him to do it because mommy, you made me be in pain. And I didn't want to be the cause of his pain. Yeah. I wanted him to have the decision to be like, you know what I'm going to do because I don't want it to stay in my mouth. So it's good to give them a choice, but I'm not saying let them control you. Just something to give them an option. And if they choose an option you don't like, at least you gave them the option. But yeah. you're still gonna go buy your own option. You know what I'm saying? I can <laughs> At least you I gave them a voice, mom. just a little bit, you just are a little such bit. A mom. <laughs> I, I let them talk a little bit, but. Yeah. But I'm just saying, and especially to these young girls out there, enjoy life. Don't rush me a mum, mm. because it takes a lot. It's hard. I'm 25 and I'm still finding it really stressful. I'm finally getting my sleeping habits back intact.
2: Hallelujah!
3: But I like after. That, Six, five years now yeah six years he's gonna be six yeah it's finally back and restored i'm telling Amen. you as soon as you the baby comes <laughs> no, nothing but sleep <laughs> yeah. sleep don't exist anymore but as i said to a young lady that messaged me about it just focus on your studies your career focus on your path <laughs> and just yes, focus on yourself bro. for now and anyone who has any questions about being a mom or anything else in that situation or or one in my opinion on anything, make sure you contact us at contact at get the belt pods.
2: Thank you. Hey, yes. <laughs> uh, well, it's time to get the
1: belt.
3: I'm not doing questions. Okay, time to get the belt. <laughs> I
1: can't.
2: <agree>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who does your belt go to this week, spiritual buddy? My
0: belt this week. <laughs> Goes to the weather in the UK, because... (laughs) Mate, give it! It needs it. You know, because I'm just thinking about when I return um, very soon, I'm going to be freezing. Yes. And I can't deal with... I just can't. I just can't deal with the UK climate. I wish the climate improved in the UK somehow. I don't know if they'd be controlling our weather or what. I really don't know, because it's getting colder. And I just really... Don't think that weather is um, suitable for me. It's not suitable <laughs> for my skin. Um, my it's really hair. not suitable for my skin. My skin really dries out, and like I, it really there's a difference in my skin from when mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. in sun and when I'm fucking stuck in that country during winter. My skin, I can wake up and my skin will be cracking because it's fucking ice cold outside and there's no fucking sunlight.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. like baddie. my
0: yeah, like it brings out like psoriasis on my face, Kashmir. Uh, uh, like, oh, my gosh. Ugh, I can't stand the UK weather. So my belt goes to UK weather and the UK climate.
2: Please improve. <laughs> which, yeah. Who does your belt go to, Kashmir?
3: My belt goes to these kids. Okay, basically, this 13-year-old boy with a severe dairy allergy passed away after a classmate put cheese down his shirt. You would, ex- When you read into that, you would expect maybe they're playing around and they just threw at him as a joke, um, but they actually chased him down the hallway and purposely put the cheese oh. in his shirt.
0: That's and I'm disgusting. thinking
3: no one can come and say, oh, they didn't know, because you would know for someone to actually chase someone yeah. on purpose, you would think if they're in a the dining hall, like food fight, throw it, that's accidental. But you, for someone to chase them with like a particular product, like cheese, you just know he had a, a reaction. Who would do that? <laughs> if I had a peanut and I know someone a peanut, I would chase them with it and put it down. I did it on purpose. Yeah. And you actually caused his life. Like, I'm thinking the boy, I'm. No, I was thinking this is not an accident. These kids knew what they were doing. This is beyond bullying. These kids are murderers. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, you basically, you knew what you was doing. These parents, I hope, I don't know what to say. They this probably is discuss- was I'm sorry. If this is my parents, child, you wouldn't. Like, if I lost my child, you're gonna lose yours. That's how it works. These kids purposely chased the boy down the hallway and put the cheese down his shirt just to see his reaction if would flare up. But no, he died. What now? Was how did your plan work? Well, this was in the UK. What school was uh, this at? Let me get the. And his name is called Ka- Karanbi Chima, known as Karan. Who's 13. Uh, the alleged reaction in back peace. in Juice at the school when the parents arrived on the scene. Karas was, he was unconscious and taken to the local hospital. And never regained consciousness.
0: May he rest in peace. And
3: sadly passed in two weeks. I don't.
0: Yeah, I what bet would these kids? I, would be mad. I bet the kids
2: that um, oh I bet the kids gosh. that did that were friends with their parents. Yeah, of course, it, you know, <laughs> they were I should friends. have laughed
3: at that, but it's a. Wow. I can't.
2: No.
3: Yeah, that's not
2: right.
3: It's special. No, they killed that boy. They knew what they were doing. Hopefully, like,
2: they'll see some justice. i
3: not That's just like, oh my gosh, those parents, like, you. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh.
2: Like, there's fucking up, but then there's killing someone. Imagine knowing <laughs> that
3: you you drop your son to school. I see you after school, man, and then you find out he's... No, I'm sorry. I would go yeah. on a killing spree. I'm sorry. My son dies. Your son's going to die too. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't do that. You know he had a reaction. You, that's murder. Wow. You basically chased him on purpose just to, to see him. the reaction to it, to kill him. Unless oh, he was what's going to happen. His face going
2: to screw up. But no, he died. And they probably what, didn't now? think that he was going to die. I hope no, that. But, but, I mean... That is really wild behaviour. And where were the teachers as well? Where the the fuck were the teachers? I don't
3: even know. They're just running down the hall. I don't know what's going on with the kids. They say that they got arrested, but we don't know what's going to happen to it. I wonder if they're white kids. Maybe they're going to try to sweep it under the rug and move on. Who knows? But I don't know.
2: Timmy just wanted to share his cheese string. (laughs) Like... Ugh. I'm so
3: sorry to the parents of the little boy, yeah, to the my condolences, yeah. I'm so
0: sorry. That's disgraceful, because you just see how, <sighs> you know, immature behaviour and, like, not knowing how to act right can, can be lethal, just yeah. Can't can take Gosh. someone's life.
3: Someone's oh.
2: child. Oh. Well, my belt this week goes to, um, and this is annoying to do, but Wizkid. Uh, the Nigerian singer, uh, he was basically blasted by his, um, baby mama, Shola Ogudu, who has accused him of, uh, denying paternity tests that he actually requested, um, wow. And actually took over a year to show up for this paternity test. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he is a social media daddy and actually doesn't really support their f- their son that they have. I think the son is seven years old now. Uh, Tiffé, the son is called. Um, he's never been to one of the birthdays in the past seven years. Um, and WizKid shockingly tried to prove uh, that his seven that his four year old son at the time wasn't gay by making him touch his, like, friends, female friends' breasts and butt. What, what and the fuck? And one point sent him home uh, when he m- went over to see his dad or whatever, sent him back home with a weed crusher. <coughs> right. Wow. The fact, these allegations, they're all really, really, really quite serious. Um, And I'm giving Wizkid the belt simply because your WizKid, if you listen to, like he's huge in like black music, especially mm-hmm. Afro um, Afro beats, and quite recently mainstream music by, featured, by being featured on Songs of Drake. And this is the biggest gag, walking on fashion uh, shows for people like Dolce and Cabana, which I said before, are uh, a gay couple. Um now all of this is a bit disgusting, requesting, you know, paternity test, not showing up, you dickhead. Um being a social media daddy, you see it lots of times. Like, by, I think he got a tattoo and also like got the son a necklace and posted it up, but doesn't really show up to anything. Mm-hmm. Like the mother said, he hasn't shown up to seven birthdays. And you're this big artist with lots of money. Uh, she's also said that he doesn't actually help them out financially. Often she's had to struggle. He actually stopped her from doing some modelling job, which apparently was going to pay three million. Um, it was a modelling contract for... Uh, uh, but he told her to not do it because of her son for whatever. And uh, the main thing that gets to me was the whole getting his friends to essentially sexually assault his son, which he took the paternity test and he ended it was ninety nine point nine percent. So he's the dad, okay? But the, I think the mother posted a picture of his son up, and he was like, "Oh, take that down. He looks gay mm-hmm. there." And then we try and like make him not be gay or convert him to be straight or whatever by getting him, his son, to touch, like, grown women's breasts and getting, like, touch their body parts and stuff. Like, I think that is sick and twisted. Wow. And I'm sorry, that comes from homophobia. It does. And because of his hate towards anything other than straightness is essentially ruining his child's life. It's going to leave him scarred. Mm -hmm. And it's sexually molesting your son, Son, like, by choice. Because what? You want to say, oh, you're Christian or you're, the Bible says. Mm -hmm. Well, the Bible says says that you shouldn't be like like, the children, like God's most important thing. And you're actively out here getting your son sexually abused because of your insecurities. He's four. At the time was four. His and even baby. now, even if he did it now, so this this little boy doesn't probably know for years. He probably do not even know what straight or gay means. What like I'm saying, what the he's fuck? He's just being a little bot. And you know, so to keep it short and sweet because it is disgusting and makes me feel physically sick. The belt goes to you, WizKid, for being an absolute deadbeat father, disgusting. for not showing up, and for for abusing your son like that. That is disgusting. I hope you grow some fucking sense and stop That's allowing wow. your internal hate and whatever insecurities you have as a grown black man and, and putting that and projecting that onto your son in forms of perversion. Like, you know, you see, like, black Christians, and you hear them going, oh, And Especially especially Christians. Oh, being gay is a perversion. You don't think getting a child under the age of seven to touch female boobs and breasts and ass Mm -hmm. and be Mm -hmm. touched inappropriately, you don't think that's perverse? If anything, that to me is work of the devil. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: That to me. Like evil, I believe in the law of attraction. And evil finds evil. So your son is doing absolutely nothing to attract any kind of evil. He's just living his best Mm four-year-old life. Like, let him live. Mm -hmm. You... Because of your evil thoughts and Mm. perverted thoughts and now creating and curating situations in not just your life, but now in your son's life, which is fucking dangerous, putting him in a position where he is getting sexually abused. Mm -hmm. So you tell me where the perversion really lies. Because what is your son doing? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Just trying to just live his best Nigerian life. And you are out here doing wild things, getting your son sexually abused, not turning up to birthdays. I'm sorry. You, with kids, and I really like your music as well. It's really fucking disappointing. You're a Nigerian. You're big on this big, big platform. But you're having your, your baby mama Shola yeah. having to roast you on the internet to bring you back down because clearly the money has got to your fucking head and you're being dis- fucking crazy. So my belt goes to you, Wizkid, for your for your bullshit and your disgusting parenting skills, lack of, at that, and your homophobic bullshit which you're projecting onto not just your son but probably loads of other people as well. So yeah, my belt goes to Wizkid. <laughs>
1: deserved,
0: deserved, and deserved. Yeah.
2: Well, we didn't have any questions to read out this week. So we were strapped for time. But remember, guys, if you do have any questions, be it in your personal life or whatever, email the show at contact and get the belt pod. And if you liked what you heard and if it made you laugh, if you learned anything new or whatever, remember to hit the subscribe button. Yeah. Uh, you can find it on our Instagram Instagram page at get the belt pod. Also, follow us on Twitter. You know, we like to talk to you guys there. And that's also Get the Belt Pod. Same with our Facebook. Remember to share the word, share the love, you know, and all of Mm -hmm. those things. Yeah. Um, Has anyone got any news or anything about uh, the future that they want to let us know?
3: Yes. You know, October. (laughs) (laughs) Well, basically, you know, October's coming up. That's Black History Month. Boo, 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 boo. So we do have a few special guests coming yes. for you guys. Oh. So keep your eyes out for that. It's going to be a good month. <laughs>
2: yes, yeah, so you have got some amazing, amazing people coming on the show. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to... Uh, do we say one of... Should we say one of the
1: names? Yes.
2: Yeah, for them to get look forward to okay. it. Okay, well, one of the names of one of the special guests coming on Get the Belt Pod is Kalechi Okafor. <laughs> You know that
0: black woman y'all seen on your TV doing bits Yes, yes. And she
2: is a Nigerian, as she likes to be called. She's a Nigerian baby girl, which she absolutely is. Um, She's got her own podcast, Say Your Mind. Mm -hmm. So please go listen and subscribe to that Mm -hmm. so you can get a taste of the kind of things Mm -hmm. that we'll be discussing on the show. Definitely. She also has her own business, which is a twerking class and a pole (laughs) class for everyone and She's just life, and I love her energy. I love what she's about. Spiritual Buddy's obviously going to connect with her because she's proper <laughs> into her tarot cards and stuff. And okay. Her, yeah. Yes. So she's just one of them. Mm-hmm. We plan to have one special guest and... Um, every single one of our episodes for Black History Month and we will be talking not just about them and their journey, how they got to where they are, Mm. but also focusing on Black British history because, you know, we all know the stories of Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks, Um, mm -hmm. but raise your hand if you know more than three names of Black British history.
3: I do.
2: Okay, yes, girl. Yeah. Well, some of our listeners might not. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh my god So yeah They're gonna be coming on the show Talking about them And we will also be discussing with them uh, p- Importance of black British history And you know Get some more Get clued up on that Because we don't have enough But we've got plenty of other special guests too Yeah So we're really excited about that And also we'll be having Spiritual baddie back in the UK Hey yes, finally will be back on bae Yes uh, Oh it's gonna be so lit Wicked. Well, that is all I think. Anything else you wish to add to this episode? No, just make sure you send in all your
3: questions or inquiries to contacts at Get The belt Pod, guys. I really hope you enjoyed this episode.
2: Yes.
0: hmm what she said, so thanks for listening. To... <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to Get, Get the, the Belt.
2: Pod.